This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. So today I want to talk about setting yourself up for success. Because what I've realized working with my clients is it's how we set things up. It's the small things that we do. It's the rituals, if you like, that we set up around ourselves that really sets us up for success or not. And I've been really conscious lately of what I call self-sabotage. And most of the people I work with are actually pretty evolved anyway. They're quite conscious. They're quite connected. They're already doing things that are broadly in the right direction. I don't work with any clients who are sitting on the sofa drinking 10 beers a night and eating five massive bags of crisps. They are conscious, connected people. They are doing work that they love. They are moving forward in the world in whatever form or fashion. But it's always about the nuances. And so this is what I've realized as I've gone on my own journey in evolution. And as I've gone on this process with clients and, you know, sometimes I'm working with clients for years and I've become almost part of their core team. So, you know, I'm someone that they work with as they evolve and grow, as their life changes, et cetera. So what becomes more and more important is the nuances. So When we're starting off on this journey, we tend to make big changes. I'm going to leave my job or I'm going to stop drinking or I'm going to, you know, set up this business I've always wanted to do or I'm going to stop eating crap food, you know, whatever the thing is. And we make these big changes. And then once we get on this journey, we realize that it's really it becomes much more nuanced how we set ourselves up for success and what really helps us and what doesn't. And we are so good as human beings. And I talk for myself as much as anybody else of doing small acts of (laughs) self-sabotage. And I've become so conscious of this for myself. You know, I was literally on holiday. I've just come back from a week in Greece and, you know, I'm all in this all-inclusive holiday and, you know, I've, I was laughing on social media and saying, you know, I'm, I'm a vegan non-drinker broadly, right? So I'll say broadly for a reason. You'll see where the self-sabotage is. So I'm not getting my value out of this all-inclusive holiday, okay? I'm probably quite different to the majority of people there. Actually, on a side note, it's made me think about being much more conscious about my holidays and what I choose and where I go and what kind of trips I want to do. But that's another issue. So we were sitting having lunch one day and I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to have a glass of rosé. Nothing wrong with that, right? Apart from the fact that generally I don't drink. And so, and I know I feel good when I don't drink, but here I am in Greece on holiday in the sunshine. And I was like, I'm going to have a glass of rosé. Then the waitress was like, oh, we can't give you a glass, but we can give you a bottle. So I was like, well, okay, I'll have to have the bottle. I'll just drink a glass, right? It was a smallish bottle. It wasn't like a normal size bottle. Anyway, so I had a glass, but then I was like, well, there's only a bit left in the bottle, right? So I'll just have a little bit more. And I was conscious that for the rest of the day, I just felt a little bit off. It really doesn't suit me to drink. It lowers my vibration and my energy. 
And as I've gone on this journey and in the work that I'm doing, my vibration and my energy is everything. Like that's where I can work with clients in a really powerful place. But more than that, it's where I feel good. Like I like to get up in the morning and feel like I'm buzzing. I'm so energized. I've got energy flowing through my body. And I find now that if I eat the wrong things or if I drink alcohol, for example, it's like a dulling of my energy. So it's not like I'm completely disconnected or it's a major problem, but it it just disconnects me from feeling the best that I can possibly be. And I really thought about it afterwards. I was like, why did I do that? And it was like, it was like an old habit. It was a memory. It was something in my system that went, oh, when you're on holiday, you drink glasses of rosé and it's really nice, isn't it? So do that, right? And so I got sucked into this, this history, this past version of me, but actually it's not who I am today. And it's not what makes me feel good. And as soon as I did it, I thought, I don't know why I did that. Why did I do that? That's like a really peculiar thing to do when I know that it's not what makes me feel good. I was also really challenged from a food perspective because there was very limited vegan food there. I could make myself a really nice salad at lunchtime, but the kind of dinner options were really limited. And for my daughter, Ella who's 10, who doesn't necessarily want to eat salad, <laughs> it was really challenging for her to find food that she could eat and healthy food that she could eat. So she ends up living on like pasta and tomato sauce. And by day four, she was just like, oh, you know, and I did eat some dairy when I was there because I know my body and I know I need protein and there just wasn't enough protein for me to get my hands on basically. But again, it didn't make me feel good because my body doesn't process dairy very well because I don't eat it in general and it's hard for your body to digest anyway. And it's quite inflammatory. So I had this whole situation going on of like food that I didn't really was not what I would cook for myself drinking alcohol, probably because I felt a bit like iffy with the food. And so my energy was lower. And so you're looking for that boost, having coffee in the morning, which again, I know doesn't work for me particularly well. I'm making this holiday sound awful. I actually had a really lovely time and LMA and I had an amazing time swimming in the ocean and doing the things that we love. But I was so conscious of it, of like, actually, I don't want to go on holiday and do things that aren't good for me. I don't want to go on holiday and let go of all the good habits that actually make me feel amazing and make me feel like me. And I was really thinking about this before I went on holiday as well, because, you know, consistency is not my strong point. It really isn't. And it's not the strong point of most of the people I work with because we're creative people, because we're visionaries, because we like to create change, because, you know, we have low boredom thresholds. <laughs> so I have to keep things mixed up and exciting for me. Otherwise, it just becomes boring. But again, you know, I've got some supplements that I've, I'm taking, but I don't take consistently. I know I feel really good if I wake up early and I journal and I meditate and I exercise. Do I do it every day? No, I don't. And so I've become really conscious of this. And, and whenever I'm conscious of something for me, I'm also conscious of what does this mean for my clients? What does it mean for the messages I put out into the world? How can I stay on track myself and then work out ways where this really works for other people too? So I think I've said before, I've been thinking about rituals and, you know, thinking in terms of rituals rather than in terms of 
consistency because as soon as you say routine and consistency to me it completely turns me off I'm just like oh now feels like something I have to do you know and that doesn't work for me so I've been really feeling into my energetics in the last couple of weeks and I suggest that you do this for yourself too of you know what where do I feel my energy go really high where do I feel like I'm really my best self And what dulls out that energy? What makes me feel less than that? And less than that may still be like amazing compared to 90% of the population. But when you get a taste of that real energy and high, you know, it's like, there is like a natural high when you live energetically, honestly, because you have that buzz in your system. You know, when I record this podcast or I'm talking to an amazing client or I'm doing a you know, a really transformational healing session with someone, I come off and I am buzzing. I am, there is literally no drug high that could give me the same feeling as that. And when I do things that aren't good for me, it dulls that high. And I was actually having this conversation with my personal trainer this morning, who's amazing and got the measure of me so quickly when I started working with him, that I need variety, I need a goal, I need to feel like I'm progressing and moving towards something. So we're actually, I signed up with this guy, Steve, who's a um, personal trainer, but also a martial arts guy. And now, as well as doing the personal training, I'm also going through my martial arts grading, which is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Because I never do anything by halves, but it's given me this sense of motivation because also he comes from a physical perspective. I come from a more energetic, emotional perspective, but we know, we both know that alignment is key. So it's really cool to have this sense of alignment, to have this sense of what we're creating together and to feel like, you know, even though I was on holiday for a week, I was still doing some of the exercises that we do together. I was swimming every day and I had my first session back this morning at 6am and I was like, oh, I actually haven't lost anything. I still feel energized. I still feel like I'm kind of like connected to this process. I've still got my strength, which was awesome. So I want you to really think about, as you listen to this episode, what are the rituals that you can put in place that make you feel amazing? So I always recommend you do things first thing in the morning because it means that you set your day up right. And it's so, that's probably the thing that I sort of bang on about with my clients more, well, as much as anything else is you know, setting your day up right, getting your energy high, doing what feels good to you. So it may feel good to you to just jump out of bed, stick your running shoes off on and go for a run. Okay. For me, I like to kind of meditate for about 10 minutes. Then I, or my form of meditation, which is more about an energetic connection. Then I journal, which I totally love, sat in my bed, all cozy, just with some water to drink. And then I like to get up and do a bit of exercise and then I'll get ready for my day. So, you know, again, a kind of like a 5, 5.30 wake up works for me. I don't have to struggle to do that. It's just my natural body clock. That's when I wake up. So when I do those things and I have those rituals, I've also now built in, you know, taking supplements that really work for me. So I have those right by my toothbrush so I can't forget them in the morning So again, I build that consistency in. I make sure that I plan my food for the week so I eat well. I've got my sessions with my personal trainer in because I know me. And if I don't have a personal trainer, I'm going to let that slide when work gets busy. So I'm so conscious, especially as I move into the summer. I'm recording this in July. 
just before most of the kids break up from school, LMA's already off, of really keeping this consistency and these rituals and this sense of feeling good as we go through the summer. So that I don't get to a point of like, oh, I feel a bit rubbish because I haven't done my exercise or I've eaten crap over the summer because I've been with kids and just haven't planned out what I'm going to do or haven't bothered to take my supplements so my energy is a bit low or even simple things like I've started drinking four litres of water a day, which is transformational, honestly. And again, I used to drink some, but I've now committed to four litres a day, which sounds like a lot, but your body does adjust. And it feels amazing to me. So these commitments, you know, they are commitments to self. They're commitments to the journey that you're on. They're commitments to the work that you want to do in the world. And I'm saying this as a visionary, as an entrepreneur, as a founder of a company, uh, which, you know, many of you will be. But also, you know, if you're working for a big organization and you lead a team and you want to be a role model for that team, this is equally applicable. We are the leaders in whatever form in our life. And when we're leaders of whatever, whether that's your own business, whether it's in a big organization running a team, whether it's, you know, a leader in your family, you are there as a role model. And that consistency is so important. And that sense of just doing what feels good. So I'm also very, what that ritual in the morning does, it helps me connect to, okay, what feels good for my body right now? What do I crave? What do I desire? So drinking water feels really good to me now. And I, but I had to make it into a habit first off because I got into a habit of not drinking very much. So I had to make it into a habit so that it was then like really in my DNA, in my system. It's like that muscle memory of things that you do that are good. I had these supplements, I wasn't taking them. So I put them right by my toothbrush So now I see them and I take them and then it's done, right? So creating that kind of like, again, it's my profound and practical I talk about a lot. What, on the profound level, what makes me feel energetic, joyful, you know, full of energy for my work in the day? What are those things that help me be aligned physically, emotionally, energetically, being my best self? And then practically, what can I put in place that means I will do it. Because to say for me, consistency is a challenge and it's not something I do naturally. And yet I know the value of it actually. And I think I've resisted it for a long time. I've been like, oh, well, I'm not consistent. So I'll just create my life so I can be not consistent. And that will, you know, that will mean I'm playing to my energy. Whereas now I've realized is it's like consistency is the baseline. So if I do all these things, I set myself up to fly. You know, I set myself up to do my most powerful work with clients. I set myself up to, you know, to feel my best, to be to be able to create energetically, to be able to come on and do this podcast and feel energized. And I'm recording this today, having done all the things that I'm talking about. So waking up early, I actually woke up about 4.30 this morning because I was really excited about something I'm doing today. So you know, and I thought, oh, I'm awake at 4.30, cool. You know, I didn't stress about it. I didn't like, oh, I haven't had enough sleep because I know when my energy is aligned, then I'll have the energy to do what I need to do. And I then I did my meditation, just lying in bed, feeling the covers, feeling the breeze coming through the window, did my journaling. I got up to see my trainer. I've already drunk a litre of water today. I'm recording this. I'm going to have a really nice, healthy breakfast. 
And so, you know, I know I'm set up now. And I have a, you know, I have a busy day ahead and I've got my daughter off school. We're going to go for a swim at the beach later, you know, but I feel like I can hold all these pieces because I've got everything aligned in a way that works for me. So what we're really talking about when I'm talking about setting yourself up for success is really about alignment. So alignment on a physical, emotional, energetic level. Am I doing the things that make me feel good? Or am I self-sabotaging at some level? Am I allowing myself to eat that crappy chocolate bar because I feel tired versus drinking some water, which is probably going to have the same effect, right? Or I'm looking for the root causes. So if I want to kind of do something that's a self-sabotage for me, whether that's, you know, vegging on the sofa, whether it's eating crap food, whether it's drinking alcohol, whether whatever the thing is, right? Watching trash telly, you know, things that don't raise our energy and vibration and just don't make us feel good is also to look at the root causes underneath. Hmm. If I am reaching out for those things, something is not aligned. I am not feeling at my best. Because when I'm at my best, I want to do what's good for my body. I want to be outdoors. I want to be chatting to people. I want to be sharing the best of my work in the world. You know, I want to do all of those things. So yeah, let me do that. Like I I want to be energized. So that's what I'm going to do. So, you know, when you feel like you're doing those self-sabotage things, the other questions to ask yourself is why? And it's that conscious awareness, you know, as you see your hand reaching into the biscuit tin, or as you feel yourself, you know, agreeing to do something in work that you really don't want to do, or as you feel yourself going, oh, I haven't got time to go to the gym, when you know the gym is the thing that sorts you out, right? It's to take that moment of conscious awareness and curiosity. Huh. I'm doing something that doesn't work for me. Why am I doing that? What is going on in my body and my system? What's going on in my life at the moment? What choices am I making? How can I make a different choice that sets me up for success? So I often say to my clients that, you know, it's conscious awareness is really the biggest part of leadership and conscious choice. So we get so stuck in the habits and the often bad habits that don't serve us, or we make choices that are not really for our best benefit. They're made from a place of stress or pressure or have to, or, you know, I feel like I've got no choice. You always have choice and you can always make a good choice for your body and your system. So I want you to think as you listen to this podcast episode to think about how do I set myself up for success? And how do I do that every day? So every day I feel energized and alive and, you know, like I could just take on the world today. What if that was your way of being? What if that was how you felt, you know, 95% of the time, right? And that isn't to say some days, you know, you have to be high energy all the time. Some days I might say, do you know what, if I'm tuning in, I just need to rest today. You know, I went on holiday and I didn't journal for the first four days or so, but I was curious about it. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I don't feel like picking up my journal. And when I do pick up my journal, it's not flowing. Okay, cool. I obviously need something else. And I just needed to rest. I just needed to recalibrate something. There's been so much stuff going on and so much energy moving. But I was curious about it. I didn't not do it because I couldn't be bothered because I was on holiday. I was tuning in. Hmm, does it feel right? Does it not feel right? Okay, maybe I'll try and I'll see how it works. 
nope, still doesn't feel right. Okay, I'm putting it down. I'm going to go for a swim. I'm going to let myself lie in this morning. You know, so you don't want to make these things so much of a rule that it becomes like a rod for your own back. But you do want to do the things that are powerful, that get your energy moving, that create that sense of alignment for you, right? So, you know, my top things, I say, are kind of meditation, journaling, exercise, being outdoors, being with my daughter, because that just always makes me feel amazing, making sure I've got that balancing energy of my work and my daughter, which are kind of my dual passions in life, you know, making sure I've got time for friends, you know, so I'm I'm consciously building this picture all the time. And I'm tuning in because, you know, what I'm doing physically at the moment with my trainer really works for me. It may be in a month's time, it doesn't feel right. And then I need to recalibrate it again. So I'm never being tied into these things. I'm just doing what feels good, but I'm doing them and, and I'm kind of feeding my body. That's how I feel about it. I'm kind of feeding my energy all the time. So I think about this with food a lot. You know, so does this thing feed my energy? Does it take away from my energy? Does it feed me emotionally? Does it make me feel, you know, not good emotionally? Does it make me good feel good physically or not, right? And this sounds like such a simple thing, such simple questions. But when you really look at it, when you take the time out and you really have to think about this, I'm sure you will see that there are elements of your life and elements of the choices you make that are self-sabotage and that don't work for you. And yet we allow ourselves to do those things over and over again. And we convince ourselves that they're not big things. You know, oh, it's only one bar of chocolate or it's only like one day I've missed the gym or this week I won't go because I'm really busy, but I'll pick it up next week. But those things have a big impact. Because it's also like, it's kind of, if you can't make the commitments to yourself, it ripples out that energy, you know, how you'll find that other people don't keep their commitments to you. You'll find that you have this kind of slightly flaky energy going out into the universe. So there's something in this also about self-care and self-love. When I love myself and I choose to do the things that make me feel good, And I choose not to do the things that don't make me feel good. And I honor myself on every level. I honor my body. I honor my spirit. I honor my emotions. I honor my energy. I honor my clients by turning up to be the best version of me as much as I can, right? And I say this isn't about being Pollyanna and being super like joyful and positive all the time. You know, sometimes there are days where. I just need to be sad. I've got some emotion going on. It was funny. I was talking to Ella Ray on holiday and um, she was watching a, a program on the iPad and, and My Way came on. And My Way, Frank Sinatra song, was the song we played at my dad's funeral. And I told Ella Ray that and we played the song. And then, and as I listened to it, this sadness came over me and I just cried. But it was the most beautiful crying. And I was telling Ella Ray all about my dad, who's called Ray. She's Ella Ray. So she's carrying on some of his energy. And I thought, isn't this like to allow yourself sadness, to allow yourself to know that you need to rest and to allow yourself, is probably not the right word, to tune in and know when those moments are right. But that doesn't mean that moment is low energy. It just means that there's a thing that you're processing through. 
And that in itself can be a beautiful ritual, a beautiful way of doing something, right? So conscious, conscious attention and awareness, curiosity, start putting those habits and rituals in now that actually allow you to be your best self. And I know as creative entrepreneurs, you have a million ideas that you could work 24-7 probably because there's so many things that you want to achieve in your life. I get it. Me too. But when you take the time to really connect and to, you know, watch what's going on with your body and your soul and your spirit on all those levels, you will make the good choices that mean that you are energized and resilient and that you can continue that work forever. You know, you can continue that work into your 80s if you like, because you'll be so fit and healthy and, you know, energetic and vibrant that when you're 80, your biological age will probably be 50, right? Because you've got so much energy, positive energy running through your system and you have that alignment across all areas of, of, you know, of your system, physically, emotionally, energetically. So I hope this is helpful because I've seen so many visionary entrepreneurs burn themselves out. I've seen so many people, myself included, get to a holiday on their last legs. You know, it's like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. I need this holiday. And it's such an easy trap to get into. And it's so not positive. It's not the way that I want to live my life. And it's not the way that I want to encourage my clients to live either. So I talk about living the visionary way, which is my kind of trademark system. And, you know, it's a way of living, it's a way of being, and it's about living from a space of connection and energy and potential. And these small decisions, these nuances are the things that will trip you up. They have a a ripple effect and energy is energy. So if I'm not honoring myself, if I'm not honoring my commitments, if I'm not doing the things that make me feel good, it will have a ripple out in terms of your business, your clients, the way other people treat you, how this whole thing runs through. So that commitment to self is number one always. And that's how you set yourself up for success. So as ever, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to know, you know, what your ahas are listening to this podcast, what is really becoming clear to you. And it would be really worth actually going away and journaling on this. Huh. What are the things that I do that make me feel really good? What are the things I do that I know are self-sabotage, you know? And you might even want to carry a little book around with you for a few days and say, oh, so interesting. I made that decision. How interesting. That definitely did not serve me. Hmm. Okay. So now I'm recalibrating. So no judgment, no beating yourself up. No like, oh, here I go. I'm crap again. You know, none of that. Just curiosity and recalibration and rebalancing. And that's the way we truly create change for ourselves. So I hope this has been useful. I love to talk about these simple things that we can do that have a big impact because as I say, it's every moment what you do, it's every nuance of what you do will really mean that you have the energy to bring your big vision to life in the world or you know, you're kind of pulling yourself back. So Think about these habits, think about these rituals, think about, you know, what's good, what's your self-sabotage, and let's really create this conscious connection 
this conscious awareness of the nuances because that's where the beauty is. When you're already evolved and conscious, it's the nuances and the tiny little recalibrations that will make such a big difference for you. And I cannot wait to hear what the impact of that is. Thank you for listening to Visionary Collective Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective.